Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. Other podcasts are available through our website, brumradio.com. Imagine yourself as one of the crew of this faster-than-light spaceship of the future, sharing their curiosity to know the unknown, their tension, their readiness for inconceivable adventure. Baffling questions, astounding questions, that not even the world's greatest scientific minds can answer. Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. And we have made it... You are listening to Geeky Brummy. Hello and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast. Hello, Phil. Welcome back. Good day. Hello, Keith. Good day. Hi, guy. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Ryan. Do you feel like an adult? Could you behind the desk now? Um, like when you were at the teacher like at school. You've sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like, you know, when you have the teaching assistant who sits next to the teacher at a slightly smaller desk. Oh, yeah. You've sort of ruined the... You've sort of broke the fourth wall. You broke the illusion of, like, how this... How it all goes together. I assume people know that people have microphones in front of them. It just doesn't appear magically from the air. Bloody hell, really? Wow. It's not just us standing on the top of a building repeating the same content for anybody who downloads the podcast. Just Sorry to break that. opinions of members of the public. That's how I spend my time. I just stand on top of a building spouting opinions and I assume that it makes its way into the ether. Opinion man. <laughs> so what have we been up to? Phil, we'll start off with you, because you've been on a massive journey across to the other side of the world. My life. <laughs> uh, yes, I have spent the last couple of weeks in Australia. Um, that's like far away, you guys. Isn't it, it? it took me three days to get there. I had to go like via China, which is, I mean, yeah. Um, oh, well, what shipping option was it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you make your somebody's roof? Were you delivered by like... DPD. Uh, I, I got stuck in a bush. I was left out in someone's bins. It's Hermes. Um, <laughs> so that's going to from the deep over card. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I went um, to uh, Melbourne via Beijing and then to um, Sydney, Byron, Hunter Valley, Port Macquarie. It was pretty epic. You did all of the boomerang coast, basically. Basically, yes. I, 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 I saw some kangaroos. I, I... Did you encounter any drop bears? Dangerous things. No, no, no drop bears. No drop bears. No what's, drop bears. what's a drop bear? It's a bear that drops out from a tree and kills you. Honestly, everything so like a koala. Australia, I think that would have been a dream for Phil, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, accurate, yeah. Um, um, everything in Australia is actively trying to kill you at all times, is what I've learned. Even the people? Yeah. Even the people. But oh my god. So we camped out, right? I slept on the ground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look, is... anybody else, that would be like, like, just like, really lifted it, teepeeing for you with like a Well, I only did it one night and then after that I was, like, I was like, no, you have to make me a hammock. I'm not sleeping on the ground again. Um, but we, I got out of the tent uh, to go toilet at midnight-ish. And I had like this, it was, we were in the middle of nowhere. You could actually see the stars. It was amazing. And I had this head torch. And it, 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 I was going spelunking. And um, as I got out, the, climbed out of the tent and like basically, you know, had this sort of like beam of light on my head. And I, I was basically <laughs> scanning across the campsite. And what do I see? A mob of kangaroos. <laughs> Literally. And when it's pitch black, right. I, I was trying to Nate about this, uh, who is a, yeah. obviously uh, a, a geeky brummy uh, mm-hmm. panelist as well. He's been to the same place and the same thing happened to him. 
they look about ten feet tall, and when it's pitch black and you've just and you that your light hits the back of their eyes, they look. They're swole as well. <laughs> Kangaroos are hefty. This boys. one, oh my god, one hopped past me, and I thought it was coming for me, and I was like, "This is it. I'm gonna die." Because <laughs> how does one fight a kangaroo? Boxing. Yeah. No, no. It would, kick me, it would kick me in the ribs, and my my heart would explode. But I'm um, so yeah. The, the, you the can't. Story short, I'm glad that I had already just. You eat. can't tweet shade at a kangaroo. That's your problem. <laughs> Here's a gif. Uh. <laughs> My weapons are useless. <laughs> um, so I mean, yes. Yeah, so oh, also, fun fact about kangaroos—they because they're um, they're they're in wine country as well, right? And they see them as pests because they eat the grapes off the vines, mm-hmm. but only the red wine grapes. And I was like, I think I'm a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> this is my spirit animal. I have a new film idea now: kangaroos in wine country. It just it just hops around like scavenging, like like eating red wine grapes off off the vine, and everyone's like, shoo shoo, and they just keep coming back to like eat the wine grapes. I'm like, yeah. this is me as an animal. <laughs> I just want to see like an action thriller of like Phil trying to survive from like a herd of angry kangaroos. kangaroos. Yeah. I mean, I, I nearly, I, I, I nearly soiled myself. It was like, terrifying. What's that? What's and that? also, they growl, right? So there was this, when we were in the tent, there was this noise, and I was like, they don't have tigers in Australia, do they? Because it was, it sounded really, really, it was like a, like a, I'm going to try again, I'm going to try to do it for you. Okay. It was like a, it was like that. It was like, oh my, I was like, oh my God, like there's a, there's some kind of bear pig. It's like a coffee grinder just. <laughs> Basically, I was like, Espresso. <laughs> There's either a flat white or a bear pig in the rainforest, and it turns out that's the noise that kangaroos make. And they land so heavily yeah. that all night, all I could hear was the crunch of like sticks on the ground as they like hopped around our tent. Uh, it was it was terrifying, terrifying. Most people don't realise kangaroos are mainly nocturnal. They're the most active at night. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, you know now. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah. Okay, all I can see is like a kangaroo witch project type thing going on. Phil in the tent in his tent with a torch. Like, oh, go oh, well, so this yeah, fun fact. That same night when I finally got to sleep, I had this horrible nightmare that an Aboriginal witch was coming for me in the middle of the night in the tent. It was the most harrowing night of my life. Camping is bad for you. Did you see any other wildlife except kangaroos? Um, we drove past a wallaby. Oh, um, which is basically just a smaller kangaroo. Smaller kangaroo. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a kangaroo that like we could drive away from, so I felt safer. Um, no crocodiles and um, no what, what, sorry? crocodiles. Uh, only in the belt at the airport shop. Oh, um, no, no crocodiles, no koalas. Um, Any dangerous spiders or snakes? Oh, so I saw something called a Christmas beetle. Okay, that like, just sounds nice. That does yeah. sound nice. Uh, you yeah, can now ruin it for it's, us. It's not. It's like it's like the size of like my fist, and it. Oh no! It, it, uh, uh, yeah, I yeah. It was it was just scary. That sounds all kinds like, of it, 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 Why give it a name like a Christmas beetle? That's like I, it, that's like saying the huggy leopard. Exactly, exactly. It doesn't bring you presents. It like tries to kill you. Everything. Everything is trying to kill you. I mean, does it have like the little like pincer thing, thing? Pin- but you know the bit on its head. So like... All I saw was this bug the size of like a tennis ball, and I ran. <laughs> I can imagine you could hear the shriek from the Doppler effect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know that gif of uh, of Forrest Gump when he like he's like running out of the house and down the road. That was me. <laughs> How was Beijing? 
with your layover of 10 hours, which Beijing you thought was... was enough to get to the Forbidden City. Oh my city. god, so Beijing, <laughs> Beijing, Beijing Airport is like the, it's, it's like, at some point I thought, did the plane crash and I'm in hell? Like, I'm in No, you're just in Beijing. I'm in purgatory, <laughs> this is, there is this, like, the entire place is just so weird. Nobody is like, it's just the least user-friendly airport. I was like, right, I'd like to leave the airport. I have a layover, I'd like to leave the airport. And they were like, okay, go to that desk over there. And I would go to that desk over there. I'd like to leave the airport. And they would go, okay, go to that desk over there. Or just like, or they would completely like willfully misunderstand me. And like, yeah, you can pay to like hang out in a lounge. I was like, that is not the question that I asked. Um, So when I finally did make it into Beijing, I was so tired because I'd been on a 12-hour flight. I was in a horrible mood. I was massively dehydrated. So I just went to a food market. I had some dumplings and I was like, bugger it, I'm going back to the airport. And I sat in an airport lounge for five hours drinking gin. Sounds good. That was my experience of Beijing. Dumplings Did you Beijing. enjoy the smog? Had they laid on some smog for you? Uh, well, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a weird place, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so big. It's so big. And everybody is like, I know what I'm going to do today. I'm going to get in Phil's way. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just bought a cycle, then you could have blended in. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way that a six foot one ginger white man is going to blend in in Beijing. <laughs> this is my worry if we ever go to Hong Kong because if me and Viv get separated, I am done. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh wow! Because I I would get lost on the metro because I get lost wherever I go to, and knowing me and my directions, trying to get anywhere back to the hotel, I'd be just. Oh yeah, I, I I got lost like four times in the space of an hour, and they and Beijing has like a really simple subway system, yeah. and I still got lost. Yeah, um, Hong so Kong's even completely... worse because you've got the oyster system. It's See, completely... Hong Kong, I found okay, mm. and 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 like Hong Kong's. I mean, you can Central, tell which so side really... of the city you're on because there's a giant river in the middle of it, and that's about it. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> and and you can get a decent brunch anywhere. Yeah, true. And you can get like a you know a cocktail at ten in the morning. It's, you know, Hong mm. Kong's ace. So what's your favourite part of the trip? Wine country. Not we, Sydney. N- Sydney's alright. Um, we went out on a boat in Sydney Harbour and got drunk in the afternoon. That was quite fun. Um, Did you visit the set of neighbours or home and away? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no um, well, on a date with one of my Twitter followers. That was nice. Um, but no, wine country for me. Uh, we went on a, a tour of uh, four vineyards starting at ten in the morning. Oh. It was... So by the time we got to the, f- the fourth and final vineyard, yeah. and I realised as like the bus drove in that it was the McGuigan Vineyard, which is oh. my favourite brand of... I was like a kid at Disneyland. <laughs> I was like, t- I turned to my friend, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe we're here. And she was like, what? And I was like, no, you don't get it. We're at McGuigan. This is where like McGuigan comes from. This is where my favourite friends are, right? Yes. <laughs> it's where I, my friends are born. I, 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 there's a photo of me standing between two massive barrels of McGuigan wine. I was like, I, I genuinely look like I'm visiting the Holy Land. <laughs> was there a shaft of light when you descended off the I bus? Was just, I mean, I was, so, I was filled with this sense of pure joy. And it might have been the fact that I'd been drinking since like 10 that morning. But I just, I have never felt such a, a glow of well-being. Well, we're glad to have you back anyway. Thank you, it's nice to be back. The UK was quieter without you. (laughs) (laughs) Keith, what have you been up to this week? Uh, Living in fear, basically. (laughs) Um, Right. Why? Well, 
See, re- very recently I celebrated the fact that I've now been on planet Earth for five decades. And in some kind of global conspiracy, the news has managed to put on practically every day some story about the fact that now I'm at high risk of various um, <laughs> deathly kind Have of... You, ail- I need ail- to ask the ail- question. Ail- Sorry? Has the saga leaflet arrived now? Well, I started. Researching <laughs> I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> I started researching some of those, and they're all just one massive scam. Um, I was kind of toying with the idea of applying just to get the Parker pen, but my uh, my <laughs> partner was it, it promoting my Parkinson's? <laughs> saga, yeah. Oh, a Sun Life or one of them. Access yeah. Yeah. yeah, but luckily, Madeline, my partner, bought me a Parker pen anyway, so I don't have to apply. <laughs> Very nice. A Parker pen still a thing. Like, a pen, I remember, like when you were a kid in school, but Parker pen, you would have done. But like, they're, they're, everybody yeah. wanted to steal the Parker pen. Nobody wanted a Biro. Everybody wanted the Parker pen. Oh, it's a beautiful <laughs> pen. It glides across the yeah. paper. It's lovely. I absolutely adore it. Um, but yeah, so I've kind of researched all these things about like you've got to put so much money in to cover your funeral costs. It's a scam unless you give them every penny of your wages every week on demand. Um, you're basically going to get buried in a trash can. Have you started researching stairlift yet? No. No, I'm all right with stairs. I watched a show a couple of weeks ago about um, how they built stairs in Victorian times. So if you were poor, they were the wrong size. You'd fall over them and die. <laughs> um, they had to be a certain size, so I've measured them all up. I'm all right with the stairs now. But yeah, apparently I'm on the news. I'm like, I'm going to suffer from a stroke. I'll probably, you know, I need to go and check, check for prostate cancer, which luckily they did say now you could have done by blood test. Yeah, so that kind of like, that kind of alleviated. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yes. alleviated some of my fears of the, uh, the other test. Yes, things like the most fun part. Oh, we've missed you. You should stop running stories about the fact that if you're at a certain age, you're now at high risk of X because of such a thing. Doing like, don't drink coffee, don't drink wine, don't eat this, don't eat that, don't do this, don't do the other. So, oh my god, this is mad. I'd rather just die young and enjoy myself. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> With your liver, you probably will. <laughs> <laughs> he's pickled, he's preserved. He's going to keep going. He's aged like a fine wine. So, <laughs> the important question though, Keith, have you gone out and now bought yourself a motorcycle or some sort of sporty car or gone and started playing golf? One, no, definitely on the golf thing, which is the most pointless sport ever invented by man. Hitting a ball with a stick. It's like, I don't understand that. Uh, motorcycles, mm, maybe, but not in this country, because you like to get a door opened in front of you and you sent spinning across the road. You just go um, through town and you just get smacked yeah. off of it. What was the other thing? Uh, sports sports car. car. No, I don't, can't drive, so that's a bit oh, pointless yeah. as well. So you also forget... Rubbish. Keith's a giant child with the rest of us, so he doesn't need to get yeah. to the middle of the I was hoping, no, I was hoping that, like, through some government scheme or whatever, on the day I would have delivered a package that would have had a camel coloured coat, some very <laughs> elasticated fitting trousers, and a very nice slip on shoes. And, and a broken chair. Like, that's like a good look, though. I literally wore that the other day. I wore loafers, I wore athleisure wear, like, um, silky jogging bottoms. And a camel coat. So you're, you're you, a, you, you, you just read right yourself because that was that's strong. But you, you're 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 a, you're a very you're a very fashionable guy. I have I, my fashion sense is based on the idea of like if I can't get thrown out of a moving vehicle in it, I don't wear it. <laughs> we leave different lives. <laughs> Someone's dropped some money. Cash drops. The new game show. 
But you know the Queen sends out a telegram for your 100th birthday? Yeah. I think they should send out a text for your 50th. Just like just something just so you have to ask for the hundredth one now. Yeah. They don't even like yeah, just automatically send it yeah. to you. They don't automatically ask for it. Well why would they automatically send it to you? They don't have like a register where people are about to turn a hundred. Yes they do. They it's do. Called, yeah. It's called your the birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm sure. The government and the monarchy are spying on you at all times. Look, you should well, know, both are garbage, aren't they? Both of you, you should know, know from how to do your self-assessments how much information the government wants off you to <sighs> fill a form in. Oh, I, I am still like shaving from that. <laughs> like, if you want, if you want to shave a year of your life, yeah. like try doing your taxes when you have jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take your first name, your last name, your date of birth, where you were born, <laughs> blood sample? What are you? Who was your first boyfriend? What was the name of your first pet? That, that, that was the I best. I not remember half that of those questions. Was, was the best tweet I saw that that week? And somebody listed all the things it takes to just log in to the government gateway, and it was like, it's funny because it's true. Hang on, we'll text your old phone which you haven't had for twelve years. Oh with my password. god! I had to close an account with Orange this week for a phone that I have not used in six years. Yeah. Oh. Were, you were you paying? Yeah. Because I was I was like examining my bank account having gone through my having like while doing my taxes and I was like, wait, why am I paying orange twice? What was the expenditure on I mean it was next to nothing because it was like before I had like before iPhones it was like just like a a Nokia or something or one of those Sony Walkman phones. (laughs) It was it was it was an Ericsson Walkman phone. Oh yeah. They were the phone of choice. And I can remember they were the best back in the day. It was one that had like an Ed Hardy design on it. You could get a whole 12 MP3s on it. Yeah. I just remember having those, and then it's like when you try and Bluetooth songs between you and your mate, oh, so you don't have to buy yeah. it. No, like, do you remember when they used to have an IR blaster on the top of the phone and you had to like try and janky them together? Did I have like a really posh phone? Nobody else did. You clearly had a very posh phone that none of us. It did. was before Bluetooth, basically. Well, the rest like, of us were like scribbling drawings on cave walls. You were trying, to, you were doing that, yeah. <laughs> well, I had like Nokia communicator phones. <laughs> I'm a geek for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the crappy bleeding egg technology that never works properly. <laughs> anyway. So, Keith, are you enjoying the second 50 years? My second half century? Yes. Uh, yeah, so Your far. plans live to 100, then? Oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking he's got, his, he's got his yeah. third half century afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to live long enough to see the, the, the see through the, the next phase of the Marvel and Star Wars uh, trilogies. Oh, so you're going to live for it. I've got a plan, plan ahead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And whatever series ends up on Netflix. Yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, I've got employed. This is Guy, by the way. Hi, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> I've got employed by a new company. I thought you said I'm... you got unemployed then. I was like, wait, you only just got a new I job got this got week. You were telling us. <laughs> technically, I'm employed by a new, another company, but now I'm employed by a new company. I'm getting paper for it. So, so you left, do... left this podcast off your CV then? No, it's on. Is it really? <laughs> so it's on your CV. Yeah. So Why like, would we want anyone to know we're involved with this? <laughs> so <laughs> like a secret society. <laughs> so I, I, I became employable, which I'm happy about. Uh, it's nice to have some good news for a change. Uh, but I've also realised in the past 20 minutes, uh, while we've been on air, some comments I made last night on the Vinyl Frontier have abrupted on Twitter, and I've caused a bit of a Twitter fracas. A fracas sounds like a beverage you give to a child which is full of sugar. I pointed out, I merely, <laughs> on Kirk's show last night, said that um, 
the Manic Street Preachers were no longer the good band they used to be. Ooh. <laughs> they haven't released a good album in about eight, eight years. So I put on Twitter, whatever happened to the Manic Street Preachers? And then people start telling me what they are up to. And then I rephrased it and I was like, no, that didn't mean what were they doing. It meant whatever happened to their music because they haven't released a good album since 2009. The amount of comments and insults I've had from people on Twitter saying like oh they're still good it's kind of like no get a grip they're not sorry Keith if you do like them they are a patch of what they used do to the Manic Street, do the Manic Street pe- pre- do the Manic Street Preachers have Twitter yeah and they probably would agree with me that their music's you, gone down did you, did you, to be did, honest with you did you at them or were you like subliminal no I just, just, you know, just talked to the Manic Street Preachers and people are like I've got nothing better to do on a Friday night argue about a band that have been going for 25 years it's like ugh just get a grip man it's kind of like I like this band, but seriously, like, do you have to argue? So what I've decided to do is every time someone puts a comment of sorts about the Manic Street Preachers and why they are great, I'm just one with K. It's just sort of like, I just can't be bothered to say, K. So yeah, your opinion is not valid. I mean... See, this is the one problem with social media now. Everybody has an opinion and everybody feels they need to share it regardless. I'm sorry. Problem? <laughs> <laughs> Some people can make a career out of it. I, I was going to say, that's my livelihood you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, like, so, I mean, it's kind of like, you are entitled to say it, aren't you? Really Keith, I mean, you like this band. What's, what's still good about them? Because I, I'm struggling. And this was a band I loved when I was growing up, so. I think you might have leaped off a little early. Because they haven't really put new new music out for a while. Because they had National Treasures. They got an album out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they got a, yeah. That's that's a new album coming out. In what a few was the revelation that you found out on air as well? They were covering for Iggy Pop. Oh yeah, they were covering for Iggy Pop, and people are like, they're uh, covering for Iggy Pop right now. So I'm like, we'll go listen to that then instead of tweeting me. I'm not covering for Iggy Pop. I mean, oh, what's that? Was, was <laughs> no, Iggy, they were Iggy covering got a radio a, show. For, um, um, that's yeah, just that's, that's not making music. That's just talking about. Oh, so, no. so it's a completely different career move. But and as this podcast demonstrates, anyone can do that. <laughs> I, don't, I just, I don't understand though, like, I feel passionate about a lot of bands, but if someone was saying, like, their music's not as good anymore, I wouldn't be like, oh, you don't know anything, it's kind of like, mm, bands deteriorate with but age. This is, this is the same thing of, like, kind of, I was heavily on board for the first three Arcade Fire albums, mm-hmm. then they took a musical swerve, I was like, yeah, okay. It's not for me. I quite like Reflector. That might have had something to do with David Bowie being in it. Everything now, yeah, it's okay. It's a bit lounge music for people sitting in airports, but it's not for me. So I, I would agree with you. I think every band that's like you know critically acclaimed, as more time goes by, it, they, they release albums that are just going to get like positive reviews in the Sunday supplements and get bought by people who like rely on like news like broadsheets to tell them what music is cool. It's like that thing with. The band stop or do they carry on? So like the Beatles stopped in nineteen sixty nine and it was like we had a we had no more Beatles. Dun, 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 dun. Then you got the Stones, who are still touring with the same music that they've been playing for fifty years now. Yeah, that, kind that, of that, a, that's that's a little bit cynical cash grabbing. Yeah, on behalf and of it's the kind of like yeah, we don't believe it, any of these lyrics that we wrote where we were young and yeah. broken, pout, and now we're just getting our jet and fly off. And like, yeah, we're going to charge like how much for tickets? Yeah, yeah. That's because, exactly because the, the people paying to go and see the Rolling Stones are the people who were teenagers when the Rolling Stones first came out. It's like people who were what, like sixty? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's basically the people who like, yeah, we were re- young and rebellious now, but you're not allowed to. No, 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 no. We need yeah. the money. <laughs> yeah, there was an interesting show on BBC Four recently, kind of covering that same thing about punk bands. Yeah, and kind of punk bands reforming mostly. So they were talking about things like the Sex Pistols, Blondie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the police and stuff like that. And the interesting thing was is that it's yeah they reform, it's nice, but it's not the same. 
no. as, as when they, they first came out. I mean, you know, you listen to the Manics when Richie was still around, and it, it's raw. It's that a lot of music is about youth and the power and the and the feelings of trying to find your way in the world through through music. It's the same with filmmakers and artists. And you know, when you're young, it's like everything is ah, what am I doing? What am I trying to find out about things? What about why? Who am I? What am I doing? And as you get older, it does become much more conservative well, with a small look, C you do get kind of boxed in and, and, look, and it's kind it, of a bit more difficult to strike out we're having it with like the 90s bands like grungy bands like Foo Fighters Foo Fighters haven't put a good album out for a long while now no, and is that because they're trying to hold on to they're still trying they, to like I think, that yeah, rage in the 90s yeah. that it's like guys you're all like what like 14 you're all, you're all middle aged millionaires basically yeah like, and you can't you, really you want it's like Alanis Morissette is, uh, I remember I think she's the first person I noticed was doing that it's like you're like you're writing sad like songs about how sad you are and how like bad your life is, but you are like the richest woman in yeah. entertainment. It's like the hits have gone, and you just need an excuse to tour. But yeah. also, like, who's gonna who's gonna <laughs> buy an album if all you're doing is like sing, singing songs about like how when you wake up, like you you know your back aches. <laughs> and hangovers are so much worse these days than they used to be. I and... lost my personal chef. <laughs> the album. <Yeah. laughs> My butler's had a day off. I've, I've, I've just, My li- second portrait's in the shop. It's like such an inconvenience. <laughs> I've literally just had another one come through. So I've just had, they've had another cake. But it's kind of like, honestly, like, it's an opinion. Don't get so tetchy about it. It's kind of like... Is this going to be like your most viewed tweet for oh, a long time? Is, yeah, this, is, this, is, this is the thing I will um, agree with, Ryan, that, that's toxic about social media is when someone expresses an opinion about something that people like, and it happens with like films, and especially in like the geek world with films, yeah. comics, TV shows... All you have to do is say, it wasn't for me. And someone will come back and be like, I hope you die. Uh, you get the reverse, that was Last Jedi, Keith really liked it, but the consensus was on social media, it wasn't a great film, so ultimate backlash. But it was, it was so interesting to, to see through that backlash like what certain people were expecting from a Star Wars film and how they'd been conditioned to, to no. Well, as, have you all heard movie? of the um, macho cut? That they did. The, oh, oh, the MRA oh, was like forty yes. minutes long. Yeah. Which is basically they just took and all like, the women out. To what end? To what end? Yeah, I was like, what is the point of that? You're just destroying the entire film to just prove to make a, a point, point that, like, what, like, if you, and and how rare is it that in in a Star Wars, I think it's probably the first Star Wars movie where if you cut the women out, yeah. it would shorten the film. Because yeah. I remember a few years ago they did a cut of the original trilogy of all lines of dialogue spoken by women who aren't Leia. And it yeah. was like two minutes long. Yeah. It was basically Mon Mothma and like one random like rebel character. Do you reckon whoever did that is not getting laid? <laughs> no MRA <laughs> is getting laid. I can guarantee you. Men's I, to, to quote Leslie Note from Parks and Rec: um, "You're an idiot, and men's rights is nothing." <laughs> I think some of it is is that people are afraid to try things, to try new things as well. Are you saying I should listen to Leia Manic's album? No, I don't. I don't see why anybody should have a problem. If you've got to a point where you go, yeah, this Manic's thing's not for me, then that's fine. That's because you've gone, oh, they're not doing what I want, but over here is somebody new who is doing something I'm really interested in, so that's taken the place. Sorry, to, sorry to bring it back, but I thought you were saying that we should try something new in watching the 40-minute MRA trip. No. Go to the last year. You've got a lot of time on your hands. You just want to get the brief plot. <laughs> if, 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 if you last... want, if you want, like the machete cut of the first six movies. But if the last Jedi isn't for you, then move on from Star Wars and go and watch something else. Yeah, yeah something yeah, different. Yeah, go and, go and try something else. No film franchise or band or, or artist owes you anything. Yeah. They're doing what they want, 
And if you're the person directing that movie, then you're the one who has final say in what that movie does. And, don't and if you're a band, you're the one in charge. It's like, it's like I can't stand J.K. Rowling these days because of all the nonsense she comes out with about, you know, saying 20 years later, oh, and by the way, this character was this. And it's like, that annoys the hell out of me because, you know, you're basically making stuff up. This wasn't in the books. But you're the person who created this world, so it is entirely your right to do that. You have the choice. I'm just going to yeah. block you on Twitter because I can't see it anymore without my blood boiling. I, so I, I'm going to leave it alone, but I, I know that, like, you're the, you're the one in charge of this, so you get to, you get to do that. I agree, but the Manchester Preachers should step up the game a bit. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you on about motorcycle impetuses? Yeah, like the, high, the good points of the yes. drive. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the other nonsense thing about the, the, all of these kind of stuff. If people go, if the new stuff's not good, then don't play it. Play the old it stuff. Yeah, it's really easy. easy to do. Do, you, do you know what's going to have to happen here? So I'm going to have to announce, do a full public apology on the next Geeky Room. We have to do a Manic Street Preacher special. Let's just play the hits from the glory days. I don't think you should. I think you should stick to your guns. If they're not, if they're not working for you now, that's fine. And everybody who's going, they still work for me but that's great thumbs up for you you know yeah, you're enjoying is, again, it enjoy this is, it this is the thing that Phil's referred to people feel like they have to defend what they're interested in it's like no, no if you like you, something like it's it, okay, it's not like it. it's okay for me not to like it and that's absolutely that's fine that's called having think, an opinion yeah. Yeah. yeah I think you should just get them on and then just completely grill them for why you don't like their music anymore I, I just like responding K to people because yeah. it's just like you've, you've written a message you've sent a gif and like literally you've just got that you've written a message it's like I've just you know you've wasted your time <laughs> If, if you just love that you've incensed people up to your normal range level. Well, it's getting more focus on the bottom for tears, so that's always good, isn't it? It's getting us more traffic. So. Social media strategy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not you Manics fans. I think if you'd have gone online and said, I don't like the Manic Street Preachers because they're Welsh, then that would have been a different thing. But if you just kind of, I don't give the music, that's fine. I think if your opinion is like, not associated Related to anything, to and it's output, just yeah. vindictive and horrible. Then you're quite clearly in the wrong. But if you just go, oh, it does, it's not for me anymore. That's fine. Can we and start doing this on Geeky Brummy every week? We just draw a new fandom every week. <laughs> <laughs> DC movies next week. <laughs> All your films suck. That's, that's, that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. That's start down. off easy, Keith. <laughs> Wait till we say something bad about a Marvel movie. Oh, <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. Well, now that um, Ant Man is going to be Ant Man and the Wasp, there's going to be MRAs yeah. being like, "Oh my god, oh, feminism's god. ruining comic book." Movies. I mean, why I has mean, she got a better suit than him? Oh. Yeah. Black Panther, Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Not a good month for MRA. No. I mean, they've still, they've still, you know, but lagging behind DC and actually having a female-led film. But yeah, well, oh my we god, have the Black Ma- Widow coming. Imagine oh, we do. Well, yes, just, but okay. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was still first, and yeah, but we got Wonder Woman a lot. Of, and that was the only good movie DC's done. Imagine for. If they, aren't people forgetting that we're going to get Captain Marvel before yes. we get? Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, right. of course. oh yeah. So, yeah. Imagine if they did a cut of Black Panther. Honestly, the full film, rest of that film would just be faced like shots of Martin Freeman's Tim from the office face. And that'd be Circus going, "Ooh, angry." Ooh, oh, I get to not play a non-CGI character for a change. Just a cut of Captain Marvel without any women. Oh. That'd just be like... Don't give <laughs> internet ideas, Alan. That'd just be a gif that lasts about three seconds. <laughs> Tri- like title God. screen. <laughs> title screen credits, there we go. <laughs> Cam, what have you been up to? Um, well, I've sort of come back to uni now. 
haven't actually started doing work, but I'm back in town. So. You heard, if you're listening, lecturers, he's not doing his work. <laughs> Bear down on him. No, my classes haven't started Bear yet. Bear him. Classes haven't not started yet. Haven't you got like homework set over the Christmas period? Homework. Well, I had, I had one... <laughs> homework. <laughs> Stop homework to me. An assignment. I had, I had one exam on Monday that I had to revise for... And that was like 9am on a Monday. Hang on a minute, you're a media student? What kind of media students do exams? <laughs> I didn't do exams as a media student. Oh, I had to do a stupid exam. That's why you had to put a, buy a record player, so he could prove that he could still put <laughs> the media down. straight through the pass, oh. but we didn't turn up for it. Is, is that why the, the sliding the knobs and putting microphones the right way around, they're not tested on that. No. It's like, <laughs> what's, what, uh, what radio frequency do pigeons have their homing <laughs> signals interfered with? Oh, I work that. Here's the scientific formula. What does USB stand for? <laughs> um, could... Upside down, some <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you all about radio in New Zealand. Specifically, what? Okay. what? <laughs> Are you like guesting on the flight of the Concords or something? Are you, like, no, on? it's just something I have to learn. I had to learn about Wales. I had to learn about New Zealand. Why? Like none of what this stuff is ever going to be useful. Wales as the country or the animal? Okay, so like, is that one of the questions? <laughs> is there radio in New Zealand? <laughs> yes. No. Uh, so when I did my nope. radio degree, I had to learn about like how Radio Four do their work, like producing drums, producing live You're learning about radio in New Zealand. How is that relevant? Can be relevant to well, a it's young not just radio, radio in New Zealand? There's other things, but that was just like a a stupid example of like radio in New Zealand. Yeah. Well, anyway, so had an exam, got the exam over with. Nothing else to do all week because I don't start back it. until next Monday. So getting drunk, partying. Actually, being a student for once. Surely, right. surely, as a university student, this should be your time to suck in as much knowledge as possible, and you should spend every day reading through encyclopedias and studying. All I'll do that next week. Weeks. I'll do that next week. So, have you not got that nine grand ticking in your head, though, each year? Yeah, but then you can die your Oh, wait, yes, but then, so. then it's just depressing. It's just <laughs> then he's thinking, I'm just going to work at a radio station in New Zealand for 5 50 an hour, <laughs> so I'm never going to pay it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't have to pay it back if I move she, to New Zealand. She watched with Callum Dane. <laughs> you took a selfie this week and put it on Instagram, for which I drew this picture over and sent it to Ryan. Oh my God. This, is a, this is Callum with an afro. Callum was wearing glasses, so I drew an afro on him and put son of Ryan. Uh, where were you going? Why I think he looks more glasses? like Reece Shearsmith in that picture. <laughs> oh, he looks like a character from the revived League of Gentlemen. Reece Shearsmith? Inside number nine. <laughs> You're not coming out of this great, mate. <laughs> Where were you going, though? Um, no, right. So it was a party, and it was like um, you had to dress up as, as Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you had to dress up as a celebrity, so I dressed up as my idol. No, <laughs> had to dress oh, I up have a as local legend. What you wanted, or what you wanted to be when you were younger, and a glasses wearer. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but like, <laughs> it's the dream of many a young boy. <laughs> How can we hold up to this such a standard? But like when I, when I was younger, I always used to really want to be a teacher, and like it's it's really weird. So like I went dressed as um, Ryan Parrish. <laughs> Shall we recreate this moment, Mr. G from Silver Tie? <laughs> wow, I, I, you are really blind. Yes, God, this is really hard to see. How do you see through these? <laughs> Do With my eyes. Wait, wait, wait! Take your glasses off. Take I may know off. how many radio wait, stations are in you. New Zealand. Yes, <laughs> I, I can see no how many fingers you're holding up. I can see you waving. I can't remember what I was up there. Oh yeah, so I went to a party and I was dressed up as um, Light. If anyone's seen Death Note, and 
So I was all like suited up and dressed really smart. And so I was just like, I randomly like put on some buddy's glasses because I was drunk out my mind. And so then I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go as a teacher just so I have an excuse to wear glasses for an evening. Did you but have to this explain your you costume? Message the group at like midnight to say, has anybody got some glasses I could borrow? Or where can I buy glasses from? <laughs> no, it's only because I didn't find out until the day before. And I'm like, where the hell do I get glasses the day of the you day can before? You buy like, like clear lens glasses from Primark for like a pound. A pound. I, I suggested reading glasses from Poundland to get the weakest yeah. ones. Might actually find pa- out that you I went to I, I they didn't actually have any. I don't need to wear glasses, but I like to wear them because they make me look smart. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you're posing in the coffee shop with your copy of uh, Crime and Punishment? <laughs> yes. In the, in, in the end, I tried. I tried Poundland, couldn't get any. Tried B and M, couldn't get any. So I just went to the cinema, popped out the lenses. It'll do. <laughs> Don't those, don't they're those, not even real glasses. Those 3D glasses cost more than the ones you'd buy in Paris. They're only a quid. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I have a vitally important question, though. If you went as a teacher, what did everybody else go as? Uh, I went as a teacher. What there was the weirdest one person? astronaut yeah. there. Um, <laughs> Tim Peake. Oh, no. oh, I went to space, guys! I went to space! I'm Tim Peake! Nobody was that weird. I mean, someone put in a lot of effort and went as an airline pilot. Uh, not an airline pilot, like a fighter pilot. Like um, what kind of kinky sex party was this man? <laughs> um, and there was one guy that went as an unemployed chav, which is basically just an excuse to turn up in trackies and a hoodie. That's, that's, that's a costume. <laughs> what do you want to be when you're older? Unemployed. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what? I'm going to dress as a chav because I've got to put my trackie bottoms on. <laughs> Anybody got any Rizla? <laughs> but I love that. That's a costume. People <laughs> go as now. I'm going to make a trend of that now. It is a very classic costume. It's a very busy party at the moment. We've got unemployed chap and an airline, <laughs> a, a, a fighter pilot and a teacher. <laughs> it's a very broad <laughs> spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Did any, so it wasn't like dress up as like a TV character, it was dress up as some, dress up what you want to be in the future. Dress, like, dress up what you wanted to be when you were younger. So like what your occupation wanted to be. So if you wanted to be a porn star, you just walk in with a pair of pants on it with like a leopard, <laughs> leopard on that. Well, I don't know, only you would do that. That. Maybe you're a porn star who like is playing a fighter pilot. <laughs> True. A plumber, you walk, a plumber. You walk yeah. in with a fridge. <laughs> yeah, okay, I've come to fix this. As <laughs> <laughs> so ideas for delivery guy. As ideas for fancy dress parties go, the idea of dress up as what you want to be when you grow up is a really pretty narrowing feel. Yeah. Because like most people, I am what I want to be. I mean, you just say superheroes or something stupid. I mean, I was. I needed to get my girlfriend to start listening to the podcast rather than the live show. Yeah, more um, listeners, but, thanks. But it was her... Like, subscribe and share. She was, the, she was the one that picked the theme, so I might tell her to listen to the next one. <laughs> we'll skip over this <laughs> one. I'm not, I'm not being funny. I love you, but your party ideas just suck. I didn't say it sucks. You guys are just ripping on it. For Sorry, Callum's girlfriend. Bits. Come on, think outside the box. <laughs> I'm just thinking that she ought to be thinking more to challenge Callum. The fact that it took him like so long just to find a pair of spectacles to wear for a well, costume. We know if you've got to do anything else. We know about Callan's GPS is broken inside from last week's show. Where oh, he just walks a Callan straight doesn't line. know which way buses go, apparently. No, I d- why would uh, I know the uh, bus route? No, my favourite comment from last week was that you navigate by water. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Because there's all the, like, the canals, and so like I know my way around based on where the canals are. 
No, the real one. You said, well, there's no water to the southeast. So oh, I don't know oh no, compass directions. Like, right. So I live right on the southeast. So I know that anything south of me is water. <laughs> okay. Because right. I know where the beach is. So I know in relation to the beach where I'm facing in terms of like compass point. It doesn't really work for a city centre in the middle of the country. It doesn't, no. Keith is just amazed. Callum, with your party, I've just had a thought. So, like, do you not think that maybe this was, like, a ruse by your girlfriend? So she was like, I'm going to put a test out here. I'm also going to put out some initiatives. So let's see what Callum comes as to see whether he is worthy of keeping as a prospective partner. (laughs) So if he goes for a good career choice, then I would definitely want to stick with him. If he goes for a poor career choice, then I can have a look at Ron's party and see where else he went for a good (laughs) career choice and keep my options open. it's, it's It's three years in, like... Two weeks, so I hope we're past that by this point. Well, t- teacher's a safe option, though. Fighter pilot. Fighter pilot, I think, is looking pretty good. Like, if you turn up, like, oh, well, I'll be a footballer, she might be like, do you know what, mate, three years, I don't think I can do it. If that's your career choice. You know what, though? I've just realised something, and it's made me feel really good. Like, if I went to that party, I would dress as myself. <laughs> because when I was younger, all I wanted to be was a professional writer. And like, look at me now. And, and that dream still with the rest. He's walking. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, wow! I'm Oh. I mean, um, I know I've been away, but that, that, that was, was that was a long time. Would you like to take a seat? <laughs> so, what have you been up to, Ryan? Breaking my foot. Why did you break your foot? I've broken my little toe. Oh, so you didn't break your whole foot? You just broke yeah. a toe. Yes. And, and, and how did this little piggy come by its injury? <laughs> the corner of the bed frame. Oh, oh! It was the usual midnight. Need to go and evacuate some liquid. Did you want so, to see some kangaroos? <laughs> yeah. So, get out of bed, walk around the bed, whack right into the corner, oh. felt my toe go all the way backwards, oh. and then make a little... Have you lost your toenail yet? No. Oh. You know, it's just very red, and it's 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 slight like shape now. So just strap it. Oh. But it's like the whole pointlessness of. I love the um, I love the NHS Choices website. It goes, yeah, you broke your toe. Unless it's a big toe, sod off. Pretty much is the way to describe the website. It's like if it goes black, come and see us. Otherwise, go away. Well, if it's if it's not rotting, <laughs> yes, maybe. If maybe something's come in. through the side, maybe. But that's oh. about it. Oh. So it's been lots of ice and painkillers. Yeah. Oh. Well, I sold you on. Do you have it like wrapped you, up? Do you have it wrapped her. up in like a little like bandage? It's, it's wrapped thing. up in little bits of cotton wool and gauze. You know, a lot of can we see it? No. <laughs> Did you find it difficult to navigate around your bedroom because of lack of water? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I put my drink out that night. So I was completely <laughs> Which way's the bed? Oh no! But it is. Why is it always the little toe as well? It's like genetically designed to hit things. Well, it's so extraneous. Like, what? what is the point of an appendage that tiny? Mm-hmm. Am I right? We should just have two, <laughs> two toes. One, one big one and one... Am I, the only per- one. Am I the only person that's just cautious when they get out of bed so that they don't hang their toe? All right, Mr. That's only because you're spending five minutes working out where the water is. <laughs> <laughs> we work, We just worked out. I am blind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you were literally just talking about that. I can't see anything. So what? if I get up at night time and don't put the glass on, my life spend my life every time I wake up in the morning is this. 
<laughs> Reaching my hand out, looking for my glasses. Without That's saying me, but it. with my Twitter account. Yeah. Without saying it, which F and Jeff did you use? Oh, many Fs. Many, okay. many okay. Fs. Well, it was more of a... <laughs> than many Fs. <laughs> and, was was, uh, <laughs> and was your uh, lovely wife... Yeah. supportive or was she just like it's the middle of the night shut up and try to sleep no she was very supportive you know that episode of Family Guy where Peter barks his shit and he's mm. just there on the floor oh, like, oh. <laughs> that oh. was me for like 10 minutes oh, <laughs> oh they've all fallen oh, <laughs> <laughs> when you're in pain next time Keith I hope I can laugh <laughs> <laughs> see what sympathy you get on my own damn show well, I told you I've got a hundred deathly illnesses waiting to strike me at any moment <laughs> they're all queued up out the door <laughs> yeah. uh, I've, I've got some news from mm-hmm. the old Manic segment so somebody told me that two of the albums were excellent so I responded with K and they sent me a response saying magnificent argument well done now should I respond with K again or should I <laughs> yes. just leave it yes, yes. 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 Uh, <laughs> respond with a K gif just to pull it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Because they did send me a gift of Doctor Evil, so I'll respond with a K. <laughs> Live <Fantastic>. tweeting. <laughs> you should have make it, make it make sounds, guys, so we can hear you tweeting. <laughs> this is gold. Should I, should, I, should, I, should I do this one with like a, a letter K dance and it says Sesame Street at the bottom? Should I send that one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the quality of their music nowadays. <laughs> Actually, I think uh, I'd prefer to listen to a Sesame Street album. When was their last album? Was it 2014? Let's not keep talking about the Manic Street Preachers. Let's stop giving them the time they actually deserve. <laughs> yeah, let's talk, the oxygen of publicity on them. Let's talk about Embrace instead. Oh, God. <laughs> God, do you know what? If I got insulted by an Embrace fan, I genuinely would flip out. That's like, you have no right to <laughs> come back and say their music is good. Like, I know it's the Embrace entire champion, not when it comes to Embrace. Uh, let's What's Embrace? A band who wanted to be Coldplay. Whoa, talk about like starting out with low expectations. <laughs> they opened the 2012 Olympics because you had Frank Turner doing amazing sport, right? And then Embrace Throw Those Curtains Wide was like the opening theme for London. Oh, they did that song. Yes, the one with all the, the oh, violins. Oh, that's them. Yes. Oh, I mean, if you are writing songs like with the end goal of them being played on Radio 2 forever... Just kill yourself. <laughs> as, as we're getting back to this idea of bands coming back together with like little talent in their older years, are the Spice Girls getting back together so they can earn some more money to, no, for David to No, buy Victoria Beckham is just teasing it online. She's because the Kim Cattrall <laughs> of this situation. Yeah, she's where, just like, all the other girls are like, oh god, I've got nothing bad to do, like I really want to read it, and she's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Jerry Halliwell is doing some terrible Jerry Hall. Jerry Hall, Jerry Hall sorry. Just doing some terrible show on BBC One. Oh my one. god! We I thought, mean, like, right, me and Guy have been watching the show on BBC One Saturday evenings, which is their prime time entertainment, which was weddings facing off against yeah, each other. Oh my god! Day. Is that yes. one with Lorraine Kelly and the guy yes. with the massive teeth? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Well, the guy with the massive oh. teeth has now moved onto this new show with Jerry Hall. Can we just explain for listeners what wedding day winners is? It's basically two couples compete in various generation start generation game type type games on air yeah. to win. Uh, a wedding, a honeymoon, but then they have a wedding live on TV at the end. But it's a really badly done wedding because yeah. they just skip through ninety percent of it. This is like 
You're going to turn me even more against the concept of wedding. Do you know what like was really weird as well? Like two people went down the aisle <coughs> listening to the Blower's Door by Damien Rice, and like that is about a man who's like yes. really sort of almost suicidal, stalking a girl, and he can't have it. Kind of like, Get down the aisle. That that. Really? Oh yeah, but then you've got like Sting and his stalker anthem that's played at every wedding. Oh every. god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, just like straight people don't understand music. <laughs> so, so this this new show she's on, which is replaced, she's found is herself terrible. on, and, and yeah. Rob Beckett, man yeah. with, the man with the golden smile, <laughs> the man with the picket fence in his gob. He looks like um, oh, one of Dennis and Menace's friends, Pie Face. You know, the one of the big two. He looks like a horse reaching for a sugar lump. On Instagram or Snapchat, there's a filter that makes your mouth look massive. It's that, but like that's his face. Rob he does look like you should just have sugar lumps in your pocket all the time. <laughs> just in case he like gets Oh my god, no. You know what it was? Do you remember the claymation series Crapston Villas? Yes. Literally any character. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> I know, he means on If he is listening to the show, you are quite a funny comedian. You just have a lot of oh, teeth. Like, I think you're very like much aware of your humour. <laughs> but we understand you don't have a toothbrush. You just have, like, one of those a car washers. <laughs> <laughs> Dustpan and brush. <laughs> like just walking with one of those car wash rollers. Just. <laughs> oh, we've been harsh. We've been harsh. Man's got big teeth. It's not his fault. Is there anyone else we're going to pick on in this episode? <laughs> he does take the mick out of it himself. He knows he's a man with a big. Guys, just wait for replies on his Twitter feed. Now he's like, they haven't replied. I've sent that really good gift. Somebody, somebody, somebody liked my reply. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Jerry Horner is yes. doing our oh, guy. It's a ridiculous concept for a show, and these are all pub singers, aren't they? I'm yes. sure. Yeah. Basically, it's pub singers. A hundred of them. Get There's a hundred judges, of which Jerry is one of them, in this giant wall of judges. It looks like you know, like the beginning of the Muppets when they all like <laughs> oh, come out of the thing like, and start the singing and dancing. Yeah, yeah. Is this part of the national lottery game? No, no. this is completely separate. And basically, the pub singer comes on and goes, Oh, Vic and Bob doing the music. Yes. <laughs> and then they like say yes or no to them, this hundred judges. So, but, no, no, but the thing is, if they're enjoying it, the hundred people, they can start singing along if they're enjoying I mean, it. So they all start singing and dancing if they're enjoying it. But if they don't enjoy it, they don't start singing and dancing. I'm kind of glad I've stopped watching I just Saturday feel like... Saturday 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 I'm so glad I Saturday don't have night, a TV. Saturday Night TV is punishment for not having better plans on the weekend. It is... It's like the ultimate. Why are you staying on Saturday night? It's Cash, the ultimate on. <laughs> bargain basement TV that is like, who comes up with this idea? At some ideas? point, Nick Knowles is always going to be there. You, <laughs> you, actually, <laughs> you know, in like in the nineties, they wrote this giant list of TV show ideas, and now they're into like the last dregs of what they have left. Is there any point on a Saturday on like BBC One or ITV where there's actually anything worth watching? Because you start off with terrible cooking shows that seem to last about eight hours, and then it goes into awful game shows. Oh God! Bring Saturday back kitchen, yeah. Saturday morning cartoons. Yes, yes. I want Saturday there morning is, cartoons and is, awesome on, films. We need a new Tiswas eight a.m. through to about four p.m. There's an all right one on ITV called Scrambled. Like the presenters are a bit annoying. But they have this like new version of Scooby Doo on it, which I'm, I'm obsessed with, called Be Cool Scooby Doo. It's like a Family Guy made Scooby Doo. Like it's just the, the plot is just 
the plot's always bizarre, and they've turned Daphne into an absolute fool. So like every she always was. No, but no, this is the point where like every episode, Daphne, there's something weird happening with her. Like one episode, she had an adopted child hanging around her. One episode, she was pretending she I'm was sure a that vampire. wasn't just Fred dropping off one of his many kids. <laughs> there, there is an episode where they let her drive the mystery machine. Really? Yeah. She, honestly, like the the Daphne in this cartoon, I love her. She's great. She, this, she, every episode, Daphne, she's not, but she's not stupid. She's just doing something weird. Like they've just made like a weird character. Everybody knows Fred and Daphne did nothing at all in Scooby Doo. They're yep. off in the van <clears throat> having sexy times while Scooby. Velma was there as well. <laughs> well, no, Velma's out exploring and trying to be a detective. You've got. You've got like the two, you know, yeah. really white heteronormative people yeah. in the series, and then you've got like the specky lesbian who's actually getting <laughs> stuff done. And, the, like, and the, the dog and the. Everybody like, knows what a, a Scooby advert for San Franciscan culture. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows what a sandwich is in Scooby Doo world. Oh, you mean a Scooby it, snack? Yeah, no, yeah. It's a, it's a no sandwiches as well. They always used to have a giant sandwich. Can you imagine a sandwich all that? Oh, I my brain went somewhere else just then. Sorry. Scooby snacks are eating massive sandwiches with like four thousand fillings. Yes, yeah. but yeah. there was always a reason why they were hungry. They never actually explained that in the show. Definitely did. Definitely did out a bit though, because there was that series when like Scrappy was kicking around. Little, little... Oh, do oh, not talk about horrible. the Scrappy days. Do Cannon, not talk about Scrappy doing this show. I thought I burned Phil earlier, but Jesus, that was too far. Oh, but where is the knife? Do you want to take, take the knife out of that <laughs> But That was a knife between the eyes. <laughs> but, like, Daphne, it was only Daphne and Shaggy on that, and Daphne was doing more of the crime solving. Is that because she'd finally pushed Velma off a bridge? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's when Fred and Velma were having a thing going on, do you know what I mean? And there's another you version where... Like, like a Fleetwood Mac situation. If they, all, if they are all <laughs> hanging around in that mystery machine together, you know that at some point later, everyone has slept with everybody else. Also, there's like a different. There's they another need to do. Why are we bringing <laughs> into Scooby Doo? <laughs> they need to do like an adult version of Scooby Doo. <laughs> that would be amazing. There's um there's another version as well. I can't remember what this one's called. But like Daphne and uh, Daphne, Fred fancies Daphne. Daphne ain't interested. And Velma and Shaggy have a, a relationship, and it's quite complex. And they break up a couple of times and stuff like that. Is this like Scooby Doo getting the Riverdale treatment? A little bit, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah there was a before this be called Scooby Doo. There was another Warner Brothers series, which is really. Really, really good. Did some really good stuff, like proper decent stories, and the, the animation was fantastic, and it was really good. Seek so seeking out kids. Talking of Teen Titans Go on Amazon Prime now, worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Teen Titans Go the movie coming this year. Yes. Also on iTunes, uh, Max Repeaters albums, recent ones not worth a listen. <laughs> but also on iTunes, is this? Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp. Tiny. Very tiny people, almost as tiny as tiny-eyed person that we mentioned previously. We'll do it, we might talk about him for the time. But, yeah. <laughs> but um, Ant-Man vs. Wasp trailer, it's come out and... It's, it's coming out. It's it's a bit of a teaser trailer, it's, we don't really have much information there. We have a tiny shot of Ghost in it, who is the new villain, uh, who's been played by the lady from Killjoys, who I can't remember the name of. Oh, Oh, I didn't even spot that in the trailer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't see her because she's got a mask on. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. But right, right. Uh, from Killjoys. And I will I, find I, her I, name. Yeah, I, I, I can't remember. I, I just... It's Dutch, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I quite liked that there wasn't any plot given away in the trailer, given yeah. how these days every trailer is like five minutes long and gives you the entire like synopsis of the film. I'd rather just you show me 
some random shots out of context, just to give me a, a feel of like the vibe, style, aesthetic of the film, and then I'll go in knowing the broad strokes, but, but like, then the, the plot itself and the characterization can be a surprise. I like how the way that they've, uh, like, the way that what they've shown us in the trailer as well, it doesn't look to be too much of a serious film. It doesn't look to be trying to be too dark and action movie it seems to be pretty close to the first one in terms of like it's the silly little hero it's a bit of fun it's one of the Ant-Man it has to to have comedy in it and that's the joy of this kind of Marvel movie is you can can have that break so we've had some really dark Marvel movies with like Civil War and stuff like that where it's been really boring ones like Doctor Strange yeah uh, Doctor Strange has it's Doctor Strange is a good movie. Oh, okay, well I'll see you outside later. Um, <laughs> but I'll see you after class, Callum. Yeah. Um, no, no. I, this this to me is great. And what I like, I mean, I didn't see the first Ant Man for ages. I think until it, until it just came out on Netflix. Because oh, this is like you know, there's so much coming out all the time. We'll we'll talk a little bit later about films that I've never got around to seeing. Um, <laughs> but when, what, 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 when I watched it, what I did like about it was it was a superhero movie as a heist movie. Yeah, mm. and I think we should have more of that. I think we should have like um, you know you've got like uh, New Mutants coming out, which is going to be like a superhero horror film. Jessica Jones is like a superhero detective noir. Yeah, I like the idea of taking a superhero and just putting them into a different genre and have that work. And I love the kind of Ocean's Eleven heist movie type yeah. thing of Ant Man One. Mm. Um, I, and I, yeah, I like the sort of you know slightly light sort of caper style of it. I'm hoping we're going to get more of that here. And um, obviously, the best thing about the first one, or one of the best things about the first one, is um, the wasp. And yeah. the whole point of the first one was like she really should have been the hero all along. There was no plot reason for her to not be yeah. the wasp. Yeah, straight Except, away. Well, it was basically Michael Douglas was against her becoming the wasp. That was that plot arc. Well, basically, yeah, like, we need a reason not to have the wasp yeah. in this movie straight away. So we're going to yeah. basically, you know, then the, the reason was the patriarchy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I, I'm, I'm just really looking forward to to, yeah. to this movie. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. But talking to Michael Douglas, it's great to see him back on the screen, and I think he's really relishing having this kind of role again, where he can have a bit of fun with it. I mean, the, the one, sh- yeah, the one shot in the trailer where he shrinks the building and then pulls the oh, handle out. The back. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was just like a genius little bit. See that movie, and I think there's going to be a lot of fun sight gags like that. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the um, we, we were saying just before we went on air, the, the Hello Kitty Pez dispenser <laughs> is just—it's like the, what was it? There was, was it a, a Thomas the Tank Engine in the first one? Yeah, yes. yeah. There's going to be some really great visual comedy. Yeah, yeah. you mm. just know, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think Ant Man movies in particular always do that very well, and I think he's a fantastic casting just for that reason. In the way that he just. He runs with the gags. Well, he's known for his subversive comedy. That's where Paul Rudd's always come from. Even if you talk about films that he's been in previously, I mean, he's always been like in Forty Eight Year Old Virgin and stuff like that. He's always like mainly been the second fall of a film. He's never been like the main person in a film. And it's great to see him actually relishing having a leading role for a change. And I think both movies have given him a bit of a profile lift. I think that's def- I think that's definitely like a Marvel thing. Yeah. The whole way through, though, with Robert Downey Jr. as we were saying a few weeks ago. Yeah. And it, 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 it allows people mm. to come back more to the main. Do you think there'll be <clears throat> more explanation uh, or exploration of the uh, sort of themes explored in Doctor Strange, like the multiple universes? Because obviously yeah. we know he can travel through. We also know Michelle Pfeiffer is in this playing. Uh, Janet Van Dyne is it? Mm-hmm. So, which I'm who we know because it's Michelle Pfeiffer. The so, uh, the, the uh, so is, is that the from the first one? She oh, was think, the original one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. in the comics they look back a long time, and it's basically like Ant Man can shrink to a completely different universe at one point. 
she's shrunk into the microverse yeah. at some point. So I'd like to see a little bit of that explored in this. Well, you get to see a very brief shot of a tardigrade. Yeah. In the, in the they, I, yeah, there was a shot of like a um, microcosmic. Tardigrades yeah. get a lot of press at the minute with Star Trek Discovery. Big news, yeah. big news, yeah. Yeah. It's a happy trailer for me, and it's nice to see some a bit lighter coming out of the Marvel stadium. Especially because obviously with yeah. the um, Infinity War coming up, it's kind of it's, this is all encompassing, yeah. you know, apocalyptic, you know, sort of cosmic destruction. Yeah. It's nice yeah. just to see a caper. And it was fun um, to compare it to the Black Panther trailer, which also came out recently, and it was like that's again that dark, gritty, Marvely, or oh, family's dead, or oh, revenge plot. <laughs> it's kind of mm. nice to see a mm. lighter take on it. It's it's the Marvel film I've been looking forward to the most this year. I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be the most fun Marvel movie of the year, definitely. Talking of other trailers, <laughs> Han Solo trailer is dropping on Monday. What's what? Sorry, what is it? Is that a thing? Did it, does that exist? When's the movie due to come out? March? Is it March? It was, uh, no, it was May. 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 Right. So they've completely left the hype train off on this one. I don't know if it's a case of are they going to delay it till Christmas because everybody knows now Star Wars equals Christmas period time the last three films have all come out at Christmas it's kind of like why did you put this one in May in the first place because and I think but it was it was the traditional time of when Star Wars films were released so before yeah. the prequel trilogy and all the rest of it Star Wars films were released in the summer yeah the original trilogy were released in the summer um, but I don't I don't see this I don't see as much of an issue with this as, as many other people because they've got another film they wanted to promote so why put two trailers out there that was going to stop people being interested in The Last Jedi? And it's not like they haven't got form. The um, Force Awakens had a brief trailer. Yeah. You know, and then nothing. But well, that was an amazing ages. trailer. Yeah, but it had nothing for ages. And it's like, yeah. you know, why why have you got to saturate the market with 64 trailers, 24 blipverts, 100 bleed TV spots before you get to see the film? And like Phil said about the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer... You don't know nothing about that film. No. We get spoiled now. Mm. Trailers, literally. Yeah. Everybody says, oh, I saw the film, and are oh, they the final scene in the trailer? Be, be glad at some yeah. point that we're going to get a film yeah. where you're going to go in, and you're going to know diddly squat about it. But it's that version of exposition versus, as I said, you've got to build hype for movies now. I, mean, yeah. I think the audience for this movie already exists, and yeah. whether it's yeah. for this trailer or not, I mean, I think it's going to be, like, rubbish. But the people who are going to see this film are already going to go see it. And they don't, they don't need, about it. They don't need yeah. to manufacture the demand for yeah. it. Yeah. Do you do you think though with Disney, the what, Star Wars trade's not stopping now? Yeah. Do you think Disney have realised that potentially they may have a not a bomb because it won't bomb at the box office, but a bit of a failure on their hands, a bit of a mess? No. And they've decided to delay the trailer release Pop. to try and create some hype around it oh, because no. they need people to be interested. Because if it is going to be a mess, and it looks a mess. Eight months ago, before they released the trailer, people are not going to want to go Dis- see because Dis- they're gathering momentum on what could be a mess. Disney's biggest problem now is most of the big flagship movies are owned by them. That's their problem. There's, there's not enough space in the calendar for Disney to release all the movies they want to do. Because <laughs> yeah. we, we've already said we've got Infinity War coming this year, we've got Black Panther coming this year. Well, we've got three Marvel movies. We've this got year. three Marvel movies this year, and then trying to release Star Wars on top of that in, in one year. That that's a lot of pounds mm. for people to spend now at the cinema. Cinema is not cheap anymore. Tell us your prediction about what's going to happen at the end of this trailer in terms of the, the big reveal that we're going to get. I think we'll just get a final shot of Donald Glover from the rear and then him turning around. <laughs> It'll just be like, and, the, and then you're the big, yeah. you're the big oh, that's I... going to make the difference that you said yeah. earlier on about the yeah the, 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 the when it's going to be released. Yeah, 
Oh, sorry. Lost me now. It's due May. Yes. The big reveal is it's going to be... December. Off air, I said, I think yeah. the final shot of the trailer will be December 2018. And I, I think I, you're right with that, because they're going to want to avoid... All the Marvel movies come out yeah. in, the, in the first mm. part of the year, and it makes no sense to have Han Solo stuck in the middle I of did, I, I actually disagree with you guys. I don't reckon it's going to come out in March, and don't reckon it's going to come out in December, just because looking at what The Force Awakens did, box office-wise, it didn't do that much more than Rogue One and... You're Rogue Last Jedi. Yeah, I'm in The Last Jedi. Sorry, <laughs> wrong movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I'm not surprised if they're going to try and go for a different release but time that, that's not in the hopes that it will... The Last Jedi in three weeks made more money than any other film yeah. in the entire year. So I, it's not... I don't think financially... It still makes issue. money, but it's... It didn't make well, as much money as Force never, Awakens did. They're not going for Oscar buzz. They, they know it's not a film that's designed to yeah. get that critical acclaim. So it, I think December's the perfect time to release it because people are available at that time and they will go to the cinema because there's some, nothing else to do. It's not some really hot day where you're going to go out and enjoy the park. You'll go to the cinema because it's cold, it's wet. Stuck with your awful kids and you have <laughs> yeah. to like, give them something to Just do for the afternoon. Yeah. Make a fun movie that entertains me and I'm on board. I disagree with you guys. I reckon there's going to be a trailer come, and then the end of the trailer is like, this film is never coming out. <laughs> what, you mean like Dundee? Screw you! <laughs> or Dundee the or, movie. Oh yeah. my god. It's just an advertisement for Tatooine. Come such, to Tatooine. Such a terrible trailer. Or they're just oh gonna... my god, how is it a terrible trailer? You've got McBride and Danny Hemsworth. McBride, Chris Hemsworth, and now you've got Hugh Jackman and Margot... Um, Probably. Margot Robbie. It's like, oh my god. Where's my Dundee? You can't get a film out with Dundee without the croc himself in it. You know, the, the previous films have their issues if you look at them through the light of the 21st century, but, you know, I, I'd be all on board for Chris Chris Hemsworth and Danny McBride. You know, this is going to start in the 80s and nostalgia river. We'll have Johnny Five back. You know, <laughs> this is just a, uh, it's an ad campaign for something, right? It's, yeah, it's an adver- advertisement for Tour Australia. Right. Which, but it's, it's like, make that movie. I would, I would go and see that movie in a heartbeat. It's actually funny how some like an ad campaign can be more creative and like interesting than actual, <laughs> actual, actual movies yeah. that Hollywood yeah. is making these days. <laughs> no, with Guy Halford. Um, so jazz hands at the same time. Last night on the vinyl frontier, Kirk asked me what's coming up on Geeky Brummy tomorrow, and I started listing things which weren't on the show. And as I was doing it, he messaged me straight onto Facebook. And so give me a list, but the first thing he wrote was no exclamation mark, which I then read out as a feature on today's <laughs> show. So as a promise last night made of Vital Frontier, we now have to think of a feature called No and fill seven minutes of airtime with No, which was promised last night. Because So Yeah. <laughs> when did I send you the show clock with all this week's features on? You sent it me uh, <laughs> uh, week. I didn't read it at that time, so this is how No has been created, but nobody knows what No is. Is yeah. anybody? So let's, it's let's like a Jaron Aronofsky movie. So this is this no. is this is a creation of a new feature. Point. I mean, all we this is all behind we, the scenes at Geeky River. This is what we talk about off there. All we know <laughs> is that you've sort of given us all. Well, okay, I've given us buzzers. Do you want yeah. to? Shall we play with our buzzers? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to throw it out there to the floor. What could No be about? What what what, what kind of game could No be? Um. An edutainment seminar on consent in today's <laughs> culture. <laughs> That's a TED talk. That was right way there. too deep. <laughs>
I had an idea what no could be. Is right. that you go away each week, and you pick a film to watch, and you do a tally of how many times that film uses the word no, and eventually over the course of the week, we'll see what film has the most right. use of the word no. I, I already know which film has the most use of the word no, which is Transformers, the first movie with Sheila Berth, because that's all he says through that whole movie. <laughs> Doesn't he? That's all he ever says. If you ever watch that film, watch his entire lot of it, it's him going, no, 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 no. I mean, it's, it's no, 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 no. Where's my bumblebee? <laughs> you could have a feature about like the greatest no's in cinema history. So there's always a no in a film. So you could be like, yes. this somebody delivered a no, like no. Or like, well, like no. Darth Vader in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, Luke Skywalker in The Empire Strikes Back. Yes. I mean, anybody else? Callan, you're a young lad. Any features? Any any uh, films what? that you know with the word no? Knowing? <laughs> I can't say I pay that much we've, attention to the dialogue of films to be able to we've, say that. We've like, promised oh, a feature called No, we've got to deliver it. I'm wondering if it should be just a feature of a Callan uh, for kind of health and safety things where we, he goes to put his finger in the electric socket. Don't touch that bird. No! Okay, <laughs> Callan wanders around the studio touching things and we have to warn him whether he can touch it or not. No! I mean, Keith, like, if we had to have a little song to go with this feature, no, what would the song, what, like, what <laughs> song is a song? It. Oh, yeah. No, no, like, no, 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 Keith, no. Keith Bloomfield I, version. I have an idea. It's just, we all pick something which we think could be slightly suspect to watch, some some series that converge on great or, or great or good, and then we vote yes or no. Oh. So you'd be like, you could be like, Sex and City. No. no. <sighs> Well, yeah, that's a good series. Do you so. win if you get the most no's? I don't know. Should it be the least no's, I think. I think most no. no's. If it's called no, yeah. The I mean, yeah, it should be the most no's. Right, okay, so let's all pick a terrible this, TV series. Should we just give this a try? Yeah. I'll, I'll start just, I'll start bouncing them out. Okay, we'll see yeah. Yeah. Ren and Stimpy. Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's next week's feature! <laughs> what? We <laughs> 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 guess like, who? The most millennial response. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> it's a yes from me, guys. Um, yes. Yes. Okay. It's All a right. no from I've me. I've got one. Space Precinct. No. Yes. No. No. What? <laughs> You're uh, crazy. You've probably never even seen it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You could just tell from the name she... of something. Keith? Uh, UFO. Yes. Mainly because that car... I want that car. I, I'm not familiar, so no. no. Jerry no. Anderson classic. I got all the. No- I got, got enough nose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got the nose in the bag. Big Bang Theory. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. I'm gonna say Wait. yes because I do watch it. Wait. Right. No. Uh, I've got one. Young Sheldon. No. Oh, you just no. stole that from me. I was just <laughs> trying to say that as well. Conceptually. <laughs> Casualty. No. no. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh. Yes, it is one. Any British soap opera. No. Uh, EastEnders. Yeah. I had a liking for Hollyoaks yes. back in the day. I watched Hollyoaks yesterday for the first time in years. Is Tony still in it? Of course. There is a is. gay serial killer in this soap. <laughs> I'm hooked. I'm back in. It's done. Is that and it's played James? by Duncan <laughs> from Blue. Duncan James. Um. The 100 with Jerry Horner. No. <laughs> no, as um, I've never seen it. Simpsons post-season 10. No. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. 
Interesting. Scandalous. Have got one? I had one, but I can't remember the name of it. Come back to me. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Yes. Yes. Yes yeah. to the show, no to the fans. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Manic Street Preachers. No. <laughs> yes, no. to Journal for Plague Lovers. Wedding Day Winners. Yes. No. 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 Um, um, almost. Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. <sighs> yes. Well, I've only seen one song, so yes, I'll cut the silly one. Mm. No, I don't like Go. <laughs> Sorry. Is that a no go for you? It's a no go. It's a no go. Oh. Mother. No. 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 <laughs> You're on your own with that one. <laughs> Any Transformers movie? No. no. First, first Actually, one, yes. no, no, no. Transformers, the animated movie from 1983. Oh! Yes. <laughs> you know what, then? Hollow 11? Yes. What's that? Mission. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, mission. They were all saying no on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you mean Apollo 13? No, Apollo 11. The one I got to the moon. Oh, well, good for them, yes. <laughs> well, okay, Apollo 18. Oh, is that oh, the porno? No. Yes. No, that was the terrible no. horror movie. Oh. Tim Peake post going into space. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016. Yes. 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 No. Yes. No. Yes. no. Yes. That was a good show. No. Yes. It was a good show. No. If you watch it, you two edit the Last home. Jedi. Was it you? <laughs> <laughs> watch it on Blu-ray at home. The proton streams and the ghosts go outside the frame of the of the film, like it was in the 3D of the movie. It's great. It's a good film. No. No. Kate McKinnon. Like that's my Kate McKinnon. I have no issue with the actresses. I have issues with the terrible plot, which has ten minutes in a haunted house, which has nothing to start the film off. Have you ever seen Ghostbusters two? Yeah, that's also a no, (laughs) except for Vigo the Destroyer. Ali McBeal. Yes. 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 (laughs) Callum, do you know what Ali McBeal is? Isn't that the character from EastEnders? Oh my oh, god! Oh, what character from EastEnders do you think Ali McBeal is? Uh, oh Ian wait, no, Bill. I'm thinking of Ian Bill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just have an image of Adam Woodgat <laughs> in Ali McBeal. So after she <laughs> leaves that show, she opens a chip shop in downtown New York or something. Is that what happens? Before she becomes the leader of CatCo in Supergirl. Uh, this has gone completely off the rails. <laughs> we all have some regrets in you. <laughs> Probably film the most <laughs> films we've never seen. Um, I'm hedonism, but I regret nothing, <laughs> and I apologise for even less. So we we were having a recap because we've reached 101 episodes now. We were thinking, what's some stuff that we've never seen, which we really should have. I thought we were talking Keith's birthday. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, it's just getting vicious in here today, isn't it? It's not the years; it's the mileage. But, so we've, we've, we've chosen some films that we should have really watched by now. So my pick to start us off with is Metropolis. Oh, so this okay. is pretty much the dawn of sci-fi cinema. Fritz Lang's classic work. Um, it's pre- most sci-fi films have taken inspiration from this. Blade Runner especially takes that dystopian version of Berlin from the future. Even if you look at the robot in Metropolis, you can tell it's pretty much C-3PO with a, with a wig on. So it seems yep. to be like very inspirational, and it's it's one of those films. I know it's a silent movie, but it's something I should have really watched by now because it's such a paragon of sci-fi movies. It's a tricky one though for anybody to watch because there's been several. It's all it's the Blade Runner of its time yeah. because there's so many different versions of it, and the kind of the one I think a lot of people might have seen, kind of mid eighties, early nineties, Giorgio. That was missed about a, thirty minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, they they did a colorized version that had kind of music. Queen and a lot of other bits and pieces and they cut that down so that was about 90 minutes but I think there's a cut now um, that's been released through one of the kind of 
groovy DVD Blu-ray people, and that's 150 something minutes. I think it's BFI. I think the BFI released it because they found a missing reel. I think yeah. in a cinema somewhere in the US, which has like an extra 20 minutes worth of footage, which has never been seen before, which they're trying to restore at the minute and insert into the movie properly. I think it's hard viewing for modern audiences. Mm-hmm. I, think I mean, Guy would really struggle because it's a very oh, slow okay. film. You don't yeah. struggle what you want about a slow or some Blu-ray yesterday. <laughs> I can watch a slow film. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I saying that too. I did fall asleep when I watched it. Yeah, um, but that might have been because I was watching it as part of like a film class at university, and I may have been hungover. <laughs> Hang on, what are we talking? What, what, what Metropolis, oh, okay. yeah. the Fritz Lang classic. Okay, I lost track of that. But it is one of those ultimate films that is always on lists of these are films you should watch. Its, it's impact and its influence yeah. um, it, like, can't be un- understated. It yeah. deserves a watch, and yeah. we'll be watching it at some point soon. Phil? Um, Alien. What? You've never no. seen Alien? I've never seen it. The look what? on your face! Wow. You would, you would, I'm sorry, you were shook, and you were like, you just nearly did a spit take. Yeah, so I've got a few massive gaps in my um, sort of cultural education, mm-hmm. um, and I've, I've, I've never seen any of the alien films, but I have seen Prometheus. Oh, <laughs> it's oh. Phil, I have, le- I'm the same, <laughs> I have. Oh. So all the way through, like, uh, people in the audience were like, oh, that's what that is, and I'm like, what? Well, that, that's the thing with films like this, which are such cultural movies, is there's so many pop references you but never get thing. until they come in, and it's like I feel like I've, it's the thing I've never seen The Godfather either, but I feel like I have. Oh, that I've, was on my list of stuff I've that I've never it. got round to watching. Yeah, because I've seen it referenced in so many things, and also gangster movies are like I've seen. I saw much like, boring nonsense, so yeah. I'm I, I'm not going to waste my time watching it when I just like if you know if you've seen any episode of The Simpsons with Fat Tony in it, you've seen The Godfather. Basically. I saw like I saw like the first thirty minutes of The Godfather, and it was the most boring it's thing so on earth, dull. and I couldn't like, be bothered to watch the rest of it. In general, are just like. Dull. I'm, I'm not into it. Mm. Most overhyped movie of all time. But you did get lost in translation off the back of it, Sophia Coppola. I know, but again, like that's the kind of film that you watch when you that when you want to like impress someone that you're trying to get into bed with. It's like Garden State. It's not an objectively good <laughs> film. You just think it is because you're 18 and you don't know any better. It's Zach Braff screaming on top of a bus. What more could you want in life? Make, make, a noise you've never made. Keep making noise you've never made in your entire life that no one will ever make again. Oh god, yeah, like Nat- <laughs> Natalie Portman. It's like, what? What was the worst like low of her career? Was it like having to V for like, Vendetta? No, I was gonna say like Amadala. V for Vendetta is a good movie. Like Queen Amadala or um, whatever char- whatever her character name in Garden State was. Like where she like that 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 actress deserves better. <laughs> I like Garden State. <laughs> Guy, come on then. What's a movie that you uh, should have seen by now? I bought it the other day because I've never watched Jaws. Oh, I've never seen Jaws either. <laughs> Overrated. I'm just like, <laughs> just like this should be like the guy in film movie night. I don't, know how, I don't know how going to film school you weren't made to watch it because I didn't go like, to film school. I just did a European cinema class because it was easy. I was like, I'll watch the films. I don't have to read books. <laughs> and you wouldn't have seen Jaws in that because Jaws is an American, not yes. European. And so also, also going, to, uh, going to film school, I had to like rewatch things like This Sporting Life and East is East over and over and over because apparently those are really important films. <laughs> Right, so what did you have? You watched Jaws then? Not yet. Not yet. But Uh, you have finally watched Big Trouble in Little China. I haven't. It's oh, that's iconic. I love that film. I also guides bought lots of DVDs. I mean, I've been on. It's never vinyl binge. Been on a Blu-ray special edition. Go that list. I need to check off whether you've got some good stuff or not. Okay, so I bought. Oh God, save man! I can't remember. We'll do it. We'll do it off air. No, no, no. I bought Logan's Run. I've seen that though. Classic. Good touch. Diner. Okay, nice. That's uh, a good one. Who's Steve Afraid Greenberg. of Virginia Woolf? 
Okay. Nashville, was it? Nashville, but I had some Nashville, Nashville not the TV Nashville. series. I was going to say, like, <laughs> He does have a bit of Hadrian Panage, yeah. Harold and Maud. Okay. Is this, ah, was this okay. in the HMB premiere line? Yeah, yeah. Where it's all the kind of classic yeah. movies, okay. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China, Book Root Banzai, but I'd already seen Book that. <laughs> um, I bought today Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, okay. Solaris. So I'm going for a bit of the original Solaris. Russian Solaris. All the original, original Russian, Russian okay. yeah. I'm going, I've, got, I've got a bit of a, uh, a bit of wood for Blu-ray special editions at the moment. So. <laughs> a lot of the Arrow stuff is top yeah. class. But I've never seen Goodfellas. Me neither, again. Ooh, I, I, I tried like to maybe it. watch it so many times, and I'm just like, again, like, no, I've seen the mm. Joe Pesci scene because it's like included in like all these roundups of like the best scenes ever, <laughs> and it's like, this guy's a, a, a word that I can't say on <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason I don't, I'm not a big fan of gangster movies because I just dislike it's, everybody. It's just else. that like ridiculous, like, Performative masculinity. It's, it's, and, it's, uh, it's trying to force an anti-hero to be likable. Yeah, it's, it's basically yeah. every film Martin Scorsese's ever made. Yeah. Here's a guy who's a terrible person. I'm going to spend like two hours over <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> right, to move us on from that, Callan, what's a film that you should have watched by now? Fight Club. Yeah. Oh yes. This, yeah. This is a this is a classic. I keep telling myself that I'm going to watch it. And I'm cases like... where the film's better than the book. Yes. Because the ending makes much more sense in the film than the book. Yes. And Ed Norton is amazing in that film. Yeah, mm. Brad Pitt's good, it but Ed Norton is Brad amazing. Well. Yeah, yeah. And it's one of the few films where, like, having a bottom car as manic pixie goth fairy look actually works. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just shipped her in as she is. I thought they just shipped her in as she was. Basically, it just that's that's who she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan, I'm trying to think of any other ones. Psycho, <laughs> Scorsese movie. So you're going to hate the film. The Departed. Oh, I have to see. That's not as good as the original. Isn't it? No, it's There's an original. The, yeah, the original is a uh, Hong Kong action movie. Okay. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's got a, it's just, it's a different name than the original one. But the original's just so much better because the Scorsese one is just so cliched and like... Yeah. Kind of oh, well, Irish and it's Boston and... <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it has Marky Mark in it, which put me off because I don't like Marky Mark's acting. I mean, the actor, that's, the, un- that's the understandable. He's great. But yeah. It's just a bit of a. Meh, well, it's, it's supposed to be a really good Matt Damon movie. But it's, and it's it got just a remake of Internal Affairs. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's the title. Well, I have uh, seen yeah. Internal Affairs because that's so an then amazing you've seen movie. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Cameron said Psycho. Yes, I was just about to say that, and I had one other one that I wanted to add afterwards. But yeah, I've never seen Psycho. Me neither. I know, but it's like a horror classic. If you want to watch a really good Hitchcock movie, watch Rear Window. Yes. Yes. Do you think that a lot to be of fair, them, any Hitchcock bro, movie is a good movie. movie. Yeah. Um, oh, um, Shadow of a Doubt as well. Any Hitchcock, you can't go wrong. No, Hitchcock's just amazing. Um, one I wanted <laughs> to do. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them, Well, no, I saw um, uh, Strangers on a Train. It's a fantastic underrated movie. Um, 2001 A Space Odyssey is the last what, one I want to add. What have you been doing with your life? You need to watch Who Throw Bomber Off a Train as well. And, uh, and also stop on my mum's shoes. Yes. The class that you need to see. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, if you could only just see oh. what Phil did in the studio. Another another classic. <laughs> Don't tell mum the babysitter's dead. <laughs> Are we going to be reliving the last so action hero? Max murderer. Adventures oh, yes. in babysitting. Uh, oh. Last action hero. Right. Weird news. Three stories. Pick two. Keep eye Keep eye down. Keith, I don't. <laughs> give me a uh, give me a, a song. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Relax. Weird news. Don't do it. 
When you want to click through it with music, don't do it. When you want to click. Oh, wow. Rules, like, words to live by, honestly. I live by nowhere. Right. I love the excited dance and, like, genuine glee that came out of his mouth. Yeah, but now now he's going to be worn out for the rest of the show. He's going to sleep on the floor. (laughs) This is why he needs that life insurance plan. Need a pacemaker? (laughs) Are we ready for our three news stories? <laughs> yes. I don't know if ready's ever the word, but yeah. <laughs> Amazon pulls hairdryer after a woman discovers it shoots fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a, that headline tells you everything you need to know. Go was, on. Was that, Elon, was that an Elon Musk product? I was just about to say, budget Elon Musk solution. Coming coming round to that, Elon Musk flamethrower are a danger waiting to happen, says California lawmaker. <laughs> does he... Does no he, door. Yes. Only if you're prepared to stand still for about three hours. <laughs> and the other one is Rotten Tomatoes condemns plan to flood Black Panther with negative reviews. I've seen that. I mean, um, let's give us a hard pass on that one. Yeah. Just we don't want to give that ridiculous Where, kind yeah. of activity any yes. credit. I think it's going to be hair dryer, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Hair dryer. There, there is video dryer. for the hair dryer. As oh, well. then yes. Yes. Ooh. Right. So this is from globalnews.ca. And it was also on BBC News, if I remember correctly. Uh, Amazon have pulled several hair care products from their website after a South Carolina woman posted a video of a hairdryer she ordered smoking and shooting fire. <laughs> These are real names. <laughs> <laughs> the writer is Alexander Mavel. Okay. And the woman who who posted the video to her Facebook page is... Gladys Eric- Flame on hair. <laughs> Erica Orgthum Shulbred. Rub it, no, no. <laughs> That was the cat sat on the keyboard while she was typing. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I can't freaking believe this. She said in a video post to the Facebook page. Of course she said that. I just imagine it like, like, oh my gosh. Fire I is coming out of the hairdryer. <laughs> yeah, fire is coming out of the hairdryer. Shulbred received the salon grade hairdryer at home in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Off You're making it's a real of this. Spartanburg? <laughs> it's like Bergie Bergsteinness or something. Talk about bad hair day, she added in her post. Oh, that's worthy of me. By the way, Ryan made a sound like like sideshow Bob getting smacked in the face with a rake. <laughs> Adding that the hair trial became a blowtorch on its first use. She said she suffered a bird to her hand. Amazon has since removed the product and all Oracle products from its website. Oracle marks its several beauty products on its Amazon storefront, including makeup, clothing irons, and electric toothbrushes. Shulbred said she's submitted a product safety form on Amazon websites and has been refunded for the purchase, but he's still awaiting a response from the retail giant Oracle. How much did it cost? Uh, One Facebook user urged Shulbred to file a lawsuit against the manufacturer of the hairdryer whilst others had less heated response into the video. (laughs) (laughs) You know everybody with the fire puns was on form this week in in the office. On fire, even. Yes. Are you sure you didn't purchase Elon Musk blowtorch by mistake? One person joked. You're so lucky you went hurt worse. Do we want to watch the video? Yes. Because we're all going to have to crowd around this. I'm hoping that in the new studio, oh, there's a big gonna... screen behind yes. you that you can stream content oh, to. Guys, right. got it over this side, so we're going to watch it. Yeah, cool. Here. So we'll watch it this we'll side, watch you watch it on that side. Give it a click together. One, two, three. Mine's still loading. I have a black screen. I have a loading. These video. I bet there's gonna be an advert. I bet you any moon's gonna be an yeah. advert for Rob. What's Beckett. your advert gonna be? <laughs> oh, yeah, we seconds. get an advert. Look, we've got an advert. Husky, I got an advert. Got an advert for Husky Loop Slice. <laughs> we've got an advert for a TV channel called Kiss, which is showing classic rom-com comedy. Love. 
Do you know what though? Husky Loops, they sound better than the latest Manics album. Kiss a music channel. Two weeks. This advert will end in 14 seconds. Okay, we've got ours coming. Exclusive premieres. Yes, Meghan Markle. New princess, Meghan Markle. Oh my god. Oh, it's just the new story of the video. I was hoping for like footage of her. (laughs) We've just got the footage as well. Have you just got a smoky head? Oh no, it gets worse. (laughs) Oh my god, it was only £19 something. dollars Where the video has gone viral. Damn. We took the video to a place that dries a lot of hair. Obsession Salon and Spa in Spartanburg. Holy... Spartanburg. I mean, like, if you... We took the footage to a hair salon. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, look at it this way. If there is said zombie apocalypse or whatnot, then you've got a flame for a sort of jump on. I'm, I'm, I well, yeah, say, if, you, if you can, like, be like, hold on, zombies, while I plug this into the wall. <laughs> zombies, come into my you house. Can't just keep wiring out extension cord. Come into the house, upstairs to the bedroom, don't trip over the cat. Yeah, here we I'm go. Sorry. Round the corner, mind the beds. Mind the corner of the bed, you don't want to stub your toe. Uh, here you go. I'm not going to blow torch you. All with the people WhatsApp. paying like five hundred pounds for an Elon Musk flamethrower, though. <laughs> Same thing, twenty quid. Well, talking of the Elon Musk flamethrower, shall we descend into that article of madness? Just another point, though. She's bought this thing. Just use it for other things, like cook food with it, like heat up your, heat up your dinner. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just you like creme brulee. Job done. It's got other uses. You can saying toast that, your meringues. Saying what she's doing, though, sometimes I do find that like the back end of the hairdryer. I don't use it as much now because I've got short hair. But you used to get clogged up, and you got that smell of burning dust in your hairdryer. I think that's just you, mate. You smell, smell musty today, but we didn't want to tell you. What? <laughs> Right, <laughs> cheeky monkey. Are, are we ready for the Elon Musk? Filled on the other hand, smells beautiful today. I smell of Burberry touch when I first arrived. Like, shut up, like so we could talk about Look, the next time. One of you gave me wood, let's face it. Callum, take him down. That's better. There we go, that's better. The Geeky Bromby Show by this guy. <laughs> right. Hi, welcome to the Guy Halford Show. <laughs> CBC.ca. <laughs> right. Give him two microphones. So, we're looking on CBC's radio website in California, CBC.ca, with As It Happens with Carol Off and Jeff Douglas. Carol Off. Carol Off. Carol, off. <laughs> Carol Wax On, Wax Off. <laughs> yes. Elon Musk flamethrowers are a danger waiting to happen, says California lawmaker. Elon Musk is notorious for his eccentric ideas. But the billionaire entrepreneur has come up with a new invention that isn't sitting right with everyone. Recreational flamethrowers. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Eccentric millionaire? He's Scorpio from The Simpsons. Eccentric Hank Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> He's even got the beard going on now. But let's just rewind a, a, a brief second to the idea of <coughs> at which recre- point was a flamethrower not a danger to anybody? <laughs> I, like because, it, I like how it's a recreational flamethrower. It's not a business flamethrower. You can't just whip it out in a meeting. You can't, recreational you can't use it for like tax-deductible purposes. <laughs> because it could, it's... Isn't it like the ruling on how far the flame extends? And so like it's safe because it only goes like 10 foot. I don't know. We'll, we'll it only gives third-degree burns. Yes. Exactly. Musk's boring company expanded its business recently by selling hats bearing the name of the company. Then they decided to up the game, proving to be not so boring at all with their $500 US flamethrowers sold online internationally. Okay, so he's like, right, we need some new merch for the company. Hats, 
pencils, you know, mugs, flamethrowers. Do you know what I mean? So, like, wow. And, you know, there's been an intern just sitting there writing it all down and then passing it over to marketing and say, make this. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like, maybe he's like, maybe he said, like, something like throwers, like, maybe a ball or something like that. And the guy's written flamethrower by accident and it's sort of gone into production. And then, like, I wouldn't want to be that guy get pulled into his meeting, like, mate, P45 time. But in four days, they managed to sell $10 million worth of the product and they've actually completely sold out now. Well, yeah, because in a country where you can buy guns from the supermarket, why wouldn't you want to, like, you know, yes. get, make, that, make flamethrowers widely available? Yes. The thing that I question is, could they be imported into the UK? So, like, could you have ordered oh, one from the UK, or would you only be able to get them in America? <laughs> could you imagine the chat shot <laughs> when you get a stamp from the Royal Mail? I'm just waiting for Mind the Mind you, next time someone stands on an escalator and then just, like, stands in front of me, oh, they'd move quickly. Callan, you know what? It's not going to be any good for you, because, you, you know, you're always walking by water, so the flame ain't going to, like... I'm, I'm just waiting for the next Darwin Awards video where two uh, American people <laughs> have got one. They're going to do a video and they go, well, well today we're going to cook this chicken. Hey, 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 Bob, fry your balls off. Sorry, language. Uh, hold this chicken. And then they just turn each other on fire. Is there uh, going to be a point when Elon on, Musk goes on telly and goes, yeah. I'm Iron Man? On his Twitter, <laughs> on his Twitter, Elon Musk has said all flamethrowers will ship with a complimentary boring fire extinguisher. <laughs> and they'll all come serial numbered from 1 to 20,000 he is such a lad yes. on Twitter and he says here on his <laughs> last tweet 15 hours ago apparently some customs agencies are saying they won't allow shipment of anything called a flamethrower to solve this we're renaming it not a flamethrower <laughs> 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 or maybe temperature enhancement device <laughs> he is a genius his Twitter feed is actually yeah. really good it is worth a, a, a check out yes. he's like the modern day Tesla in and you know that song I told you to go and listen to last week Colin? the ink no. spots I don't want to set the world on fire he's also oh, posted a link to that yes. video oh. good cool can you mention uh, we can't talk about the story but could you read out the headline of what you sent to me last night on Facebook just because you can get everything you need to from the headline I'm sorry to inform you there's been a Rugrats porn parody made no not that one but that one's still funny. You're the one. You're the one. My big question there is, why now? Yes. Is it like 90s nostalgia going crazy? 90s nostalgia's hit us. You know, like Spice we... Spice Girls are back. I, I must... Baby I One must, More Time just turned 20. I must say they did have a brilliant name for that porn parody there with Tugrats. <laughs> I would have called it Raw Rats. Is the dog in it? Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, when he was a big character. <laughs> you know, it's like the Muppets... I just, I'm just hoping Grandpa's still not around. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. All right, I've got I really hope they don't use Simply the doll for what I think they might use it for. Oh, right, I need to find Angelica's mum would be like a proper like, <laughs> wouldn't she? God. She was such like a go-getting career woman. Yes. Oh, imagine if Lil's mum though. <laughs> Right, BBW. Would it be, would it be that? Would it that be that kind of film that would just, you know, just fill in Lil? No, 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 no. I think we need to get away from this subject for right now. Have something even slightly more disgusting. So this is from Metro.co.uk. Oh, of course it is. I'm just giving you the headline. Nail Nothing me. else. Pensioner banned from every farm in Britain after. Pushing his entire arm into a cow's bottom. Oh no no and no no! Basically? No no no! Cow. Oh. <laughs> that took an unexpected turn. 
Is that why the cow's laughing? Or uh, those apparently. <laughs> 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 and if he's a pensioner, how long has he been doing this? Well, it's, he's a repeat offender, apparently. And he oh, just, my God. He just, apparently, he just can't help himself. Every time I just can't it. help myself. Don't go near a farm would probably give you a Well, lot now of he's vegetable. banned from everyone in the UK. It might help. How does uh, that I not don't, get I can't him on see some that, sort uh, of like, weird watch list for, like... <laughs> Uh, the first time know. you get caught, it's probably like this is a time to reassess your life. Maybe it's just like, you know, cow tipping stopped being fun and he had to go more extreme. Maybe we could get that guy to give, keep the prostate exam. No, thank you. I can't see how they're going to ban him from any farms because unless there's like only one gate to get in. And like electric guards. fences. Right. Yeah. Do, do we want the article content? No. <laughs> I think, I think it's better without can we, can, we, can we at least get the name of the journalist that posted this story? Cause if it's and not the name of the cow. <laughs> it's Georgia Develis. Ermin Develis. Please tell me the cow is called Daisy. I'm trying to find the name of the cow. Apparently he walks with a walking stick though, so I don't know how to do it. I'm not surprised after that. <laughs> <laughs> it was 8.30pm and we were running a bit late with the milking. Oh, God. I mean, we laugh, but that, that poor cow will be in counselling now. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the size of the couch? Best not be leather. Oh, oh, I mean, saying that though, I managed to catch an episode of Country File the other day and there was some vet just, is that what they call it? He's called a, a he's a country file. He, just, he, just <laughs> he is a country file. We've had that discussion before. Now that ter- that term right. stands now. Apparently, right. cows flip their stomachs. It's got a hole inside of one. Reached in, flipped its stomach over inside oh. it. Does this tenderize the beef? Is that like how you get veal? One last comment from this article, and then we're moving on because during his, <laughs> during his arrest the pensioner told police I'm not a violent person I just have a weakness with animals oh, oh no I mean, so he didn't say with cows he said with, with animals, animals. Oh. Okay. So, so presumably he started with smaller animals and then well, graduated he's, up he's not Was somebody he got older he's, he's got not bigger. somebody you'd want to go on safari with put it that way <laughs> Can you imagine trying to like wreck a rhino's guts? Do you know what? That's in the metro, man. Imagine sitting in the bus morning. That's the new story you read. It's like, wow. Yeah, and, then you, and then you go have a coffee. Yeah. It's probably on the opposite page to their terrible casual liaisons article. Which is like, <laughs> I, I saw so... you on platform nine at 8am. You're hope... wearing the blue coat. No, this is this is Martin Freeman <laughs> posting all these, isn't it? I hope he's not in the catering business. <laughs> oh. I'm hoping he's retired. Well, he's retired, isn't he? He's pensioner, yeah. <laughs> That doesn't mean anything. He could be serving you toast in Sainsbury's Cafe. (laughs) Particularly ones that are near To be fair, I do assume that if I'm in a supermarket cafe, the the staff there get up to all sorts of heinous, heinous stuff in their spare time. Don't try the Marmite. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember remember that scene from City Slickers? (laughs) I've never seen that scene. Oh, I lost lost my watch. Christopher Walken's got it. <laughs> <laughs> Time to wrap. <laughs> we've we've uh, exiled ourselves again <laughs> today. Where do we go from here? <laughs> Tune in next time, folks, for more interesting, weird news stories. Thanks for joining us on Geeky Rory today. I apologise for the previous features worth of content. Hey, this is this is society. We need to talk about it. These are these are pressing issues. Every day we stray farther from the truth. <laughs> Geeky Rory bringing you the best in geek. <laughs> Phil, where can we find you online? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. That's Philip with one L, Ellis with two. Look for the ginger man with the blue tick and lots of selfies. Mr. Bloomfield? On Twitters, uh, that's hardlock underscore hotel. Under Instagrams and everywhere else, it's without the underscore. And I'm going to be online this week looking up uh, the benefits of becoming vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, being murdered by my street preachers fans from 2010 onwards. Um, quite clearly. Uh, no, you can find me uh, at VinylGuyH Instagram, Guy underscore Halford on Twitter, Vinyl, UK, Vinyl Frontier UK on Twitter, and Mixcloud.com Curiosity Crate Episode 5 was released and a Valentine special due soon for sex music. Can I encourage any Manic Street Preacher fans that attack Guy to attack him with the Holy Bible just for the irony of it? <laughs> Keith, 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 where can we find you on, like Keith? Callan. Callan. D-A-N-E-S Radio. No! Isn't it? No! There's no. There's a Y in there, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There is a Y. There it is. It's a Y. There's a Y in there. Why? Go again, Danish. Why? What? Go again. D-A-N-Y-E-S. No! It's still wrong. How is it wrong? Now you know how we all feel, Callan. D-A-Y-N-E-S Radio. D-A-Y-N-E-S. N-E-S. N-E-S. You can Radio. find you can find him online if you click on one of our profiles and find him on that way. That's or just like, follow the waterway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah look down by the river. They He's like Pennywise. <laughs> just peers out of the river. Hands around by the canals. You can all float now. Does <laughs> anybody know which way to go? Come <laughs> closer, kiddies. Come closer. Need some help. <laughs> Bring your cow friend. <laughs> That's a nice boat, Georgie. Can I use it to get where I need to? <laughs> what has this episode become? I have no idea anymore. <laughs> time. Dane's Radio. Dane's Radio and score on Instagram. Yeah, actually. See, I do remember. Cool. You can find me <laughs> with random <laughs> at Ryan Parrish on Twitter my personal Twitter you can find us all at GeekyBrewery on Twitter Instagram Facebook at GeekyBrewery.com which is a fantastic range of articles which we're writing on uh, YouTube yes, yes on the Yowchobes you can catch up from MCM last year EGX last year uh, Ice Birmingham and a few other cool bits and don't forget to please like subscribe share uh, we're now on Stitcher tune in Poddy and Podbean Pod. Give us five stars or we'll come to your farm. Well, we actually have a competition. (laughs) (laughs) We do still have our Twitter competition, uh, our comment competition going. Keith, do you want to explain that? Which Dave Price can't enter. Yes, Dave. I know you did message me to say why I can't enter. You can't enter. enter. You can leave us a review. Yeah, you you can can leave us a review. You can tell us how much you like Dave Price, but you cannot enter the competition. Just just leave us a review, giving us the star rating you think we deserve. Five, five stars. Five stars. We're the best. Bear five in mind, that I'm just going to say that Phil has got very long arms. And, um, <laughs> we will pick something out of the Geeky Grummy Prize draw to send you uh, for your gracious reviews. And that's before the end of the month, February. The end of February. And it's only short because it's like 20 odd days because he just couldn't be bothered to do the whole month. February just went, oh man. Can we send a signed picture of Callan We can include you a signed can. picture of Callan Yes. No one else, just Callan I have lots of modelling With a picture of him as a teacher. The picture no. of him as a teacher, yeah. No, it'll be a signed picture of Callan Danes, but we'll all sign it apart from Callan. <laughs> <laughs> 
But please don't forget like, subscribe, share, give us a review, find us on Twitter, give us a shout out, or drop yeah, an email just, to just hello chat at back to us. Yeah, yeah. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. ASL. Uh, <laughs> tell us how much you like Manic Street Features and how much you <laughs> like They are good up to 2010. Uh, that's pretty much it for us this week. Bye, Guy. Oh, um, yeah. Bye, Phil. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Sorry. Phil is so knackered by the show, he sat down. His arms are so long, the microphone was really far away. <laughs> I just really feel like... Emotionally and physically drained. Are oh, you like is... Vic Reeves in that episode of Ma- um, Vic Reeves, Reeves and Mortimer, where he's doing Master Chef, Lloyd Grossman job? <laughs> Basically, yeah. No, I've just I've been away. I've forgotten what a marathon the, these recordings are. Yeah. It's our sauna of the week, basically. Mm. Yeah, I am moist right now. <laughs> hey, bye, Keith. Goodbye. And bye, bye, Callum. Bye, bye. Time for you. Sauna. I, I just want to add that Keith, you're fit. <laughs> Thank you. It smells really good today, guys. I don't. It's gone off now. I've burnt it off. Well, don't ruin that. Burberry touch, it's gone. Well, put some more on. Burberry touch just sounds like a chav baiting game. (laughs) (laughs) I have been wearing Burberry touch since I was 16 years old. I will not hear a word against it, you classist scumbag. And that's why you always turn to party stress as a chav. Although, of all the fragrances available to men, other fragrances are available, it's the most awkward to get into <laughs> so you've got to undo the lace oh and then it's like the thingy and like the it's spin like, it's like, and it's the, like yeah. something out of Oh, I'm so sweary today. Um, it's like something out of Trumpton comes up out of the middle of a whole thing. Yeah, it's like, so you make it sound like one of those pensioners. And there's like the lovely like, little like wooden top. <laughs> a solid wooden top. Some yeah. poor person in some third world country spent five days carving that. Place. Yeah, but it's like really nice. Well, just just get a get a bottle tin of links and something, you know. Well, I have got a spare. But don't expect us to fancy. I have got a spare do. bottle of Old Spice knocking around. Get yourself some Versace blue jeans. I, I, I am looking no, in the Versace blue jeans is horrible. I am so into Dylan Blue by Versace right now, though. Ah, oh, so nice. I'm checking out the local charity shop so to see if I can find some so vintage by karate. <laughs> or denim. Yeah, denim. denim. If you can't men. say denim, you've got to say or, denim uh, for men. What, oh, God, what's that really, really cringe one? Odyssey. My, Odyssey's my, nice. You what now? My sister had a, a range of Charlie. With all the oh, different colours. Well, we've all got a phase where we've been into Charlie. <laughs> like Charlie Red. For me, it was uh, 2006. <laughs> I mean, like Charlie Red, Charlie White. That was like her teenage. What about a bit of. Do you mean Tommy? No, Charlie. Charlie's a. Yeah. What about a bit of dupe? <gasps> dupe. Oh. Dupe. Dupe. Oh. dupe just smells like. The, the scent of 2004. <laughs> <laughs> what, was that Dupe Jump? Yes. Yeah. Jump, jump. Let me hear you say jump, jump. All I can remember from jump is the smell of the works on most Friday and Saturday evenings. The work. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the books. Jump. No, I was going to say what like was the one that came that... in the purple bottle. Jump. No, not jump. There's another one. It's like the advertisement was some bloke like at the end of a pier. <laughs> weren't we saying goodbye <laughs> Did you do about the maneuvering? <laughs> we were. We were saying goodbye. Everyone's oh. forgotten where to find us online. <laughs> yes. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you enjoy what we do, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio.